Welcome to Behind the Screens, a podcast where we talk to industry experts and the people who make Universal Screens a leader in the world of motorized retractable screens. Welcome back to Behind the Screens with Universal Screens. Uh, We'll call this season two. We took a little hiatus, but now we're back and we're in a completely different uh, setup here. We used to do this at the showroom um, at our office space in Plano, and now we are in the comfy confines of a podcast studio. So uh, my name is Sean Culbertson. I'm the CEO of Universal Screens. Joining me today to my left is Joe Serta. VP of Sales for Universal Screens, and across from me is Alex Rutherford from U.S. Custom Creations in both Louisville and Cincinnati. We're going to just jump right into this. Basically, we wanted to bring Alex on. He's one of one of our biggest customers, has been for for quite a well ever since the inception of our company. Actually, that wasn't the case. We couldn't sell to you at the inception of our company. So, <laughs> so yeah, eventually when that web got untangled, we were able to, uh, to sell, but we've known Alex on a personal level, Joe and I, since I'd say 2011, uh, we right. met Alex at a convention, a conference in Florida for those of us in the industry using another, another company's product. And you were one that kind of took us, not necessarily took us under your wing, but you were, you were, open and you sat with us and talked to us about installations. And I'm telling you now, years later, that we truly appreciate that. Like we, we felt that that was a huge thing for us to, uh, to learn how, you know, installations are done by different people. We just didn't have access to that here in, in, uh, in Dallas. So uh, we wanted to thank you years later. Thank you for thank that. You. Yeah. So, so tell us about U.S. Custom Creations. Tell us about, you know, you and how it got started, how you got into the industry, the, the retractable screen market. So for us, it's been a long journey over probably 20, 22 years. I wanted to get into the screen business a long time ago, but I don't think the technology matched my expectations. So as the technology improved, the products improved, kind of stumbled upon a Clearview dealer that was from Chicago that came to Cincinnati. And he said, there's no other dealers doing this in Cincinnati. And Really, I was shocked and immediately reached out to Clearview of Florida to see if I could get set up as a dealer and eventually a distributor because uh, I thought it was a perfect match for our underdeck roof system. Which, so, so you had a company already doing the underdeck system? Yes. Okay. Correct. And so, and and because I'm still, I don't really know what is the underdeck system that you that you guys sell. So in our region, there's a lot of walkout basements. So you have a deck above your head, obviously when you walk out of the basement. So in a rainy season, if you're standing under that deck, you will get wet. Mm-hmm. So it's an underdeck roof system. You don't okay. have to overcomplicate it. It finishes the area, keeps the area dry, and then it's very conducive mm-hmm. to screen it in. And yeah. these are all things learned by experience of. Every product I offer, I have at my home because it's something I'm very interested in and want to also make sure it's a good product to market and sell. So that's how the under deck roof system tied together with the screens. And yeah, I'd say marriage. about actually almost a year ago today, we were out, myself and someone else were out in, uh, in Louisville visiting you and I got to see the underdeck system up front, as well as our product uh, and other products you install. And man, it was, it was impressive. You, we were at a neighborhood and it, I'm, I'm serious. Every angle that I looked at, 
there was our, our screens, universal screens were on every angle. Yeah. Uh, these guys had taken over basically that whole neighborhood. They were they were all over and more to come. It was it was yeah. really, really impressive. Cool. Still continue with that neighborhood and <clears throat> Yeah. And and the builders that are associated with it. So it's been a pretty it's been a great way to get more traction with motorized screens in the industry. And that's been our goal. Have a good product out there, but just keep on capturing the audience and letting people know what motorized screens are all about. Right. And so you grew up in that Louisville area. went to the University of Louisville, if I'm not correct. Yeah. And then, so your home office for your company is, is in Louisville, but you have a second location in Cincinnati. Right. So talk to us about the areas that you cover in that, that part of the region. So as you mentioned, we do Louisville, but we also do Cincinnati. Cincinnati is only about 90 miles away from Louisville. The market was there. It was open. We had There was really only one established screen company there, so we went into that market. And I don't go in as aggressively as some people would think, but I want to make sure we have the quality correct. We have good guys doing the installs good guys doing the sales which is me (laughs) so and uh, represent you know the product that we're installing correctly so part of that then we also cover Dayton which is only another 30 miles north of Cincinnati just everything honestly where the market is yeah and uh, Uh, and uh, you guys got you have tremendous guys yeah I had the pleasure of meeting them both at your facility but also them coming here and visiting and you've got a tremendous group speaks volumes of your company and and the future is definitely bright i enjoyed seeing tyler this weekend uh you guys were at a home show and uh, i saw in louisville yes i saw the news uh you know came to your booth and did an interview with tyler i thought he uh, he handled that very very well he's a movie star now yeah Yeah. it's the second time (laughs) oh yeah even the neighbors around his house and people that come to the show say you're on tv yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah, he did an excellent job yeah he's got a great personality um any any thoughts or future plans for expanding any further? I, I Right now, we don't. I think our goal is to continue to grow the Cincinnati market because it's still largely untapped. You've got good uh, metropolitan area has about 3 million people. And although we have a pretty good market, cov- market coverage and saturation, I think we can get even more with the right team in place, which we're growing that. And as you mentioned, my employees are are great employees. We take great pride in it. We've rolled out a new training program for them to try to implement even better quality control and education in all of it. So when they go out and sell something, install something, they're representing us well. Uh, That'll be something if they want to expand into other markets. That's something somebody else can take on in the company, right. and that's something we'll look at. I spent a lot of, uh, I put a lot of time and energy in getting into Cincinnati, and I don't know that I have that energy and time to do it. I have other priorities like a granddaughter that oh, yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to spend time with. Yeah. So, congratulations um, on that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's your so, first. First, yes. He's going to be a grandfather yeah. here in about two months. So yeah. it is a pretty neat experience. Yeah. You, I don't know. You know, it changes some of your priorities. I'm pretty so. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll know that soon. Yeah, but I think in terms of growth, I think you know that's something that we look at help with universal that can help do that and help get other people other dealers in the area to grow the markets that we can work with 
and not necessarily have to support the market. Right. So right. just help them grow it so we can have more of a just market saturation. Right. So, uh, so here we are, uh, May 2022, you know, just a little over two years ago was the start of, you know, the, the COVID pandemic. And you were no different than the rest of us in that, that March of 2020 of just, and, and much longer than that, but it's certainly in March of just this complete uncertainty of how we were going to operate. I mean, you, you weren't even able to go into people's homes to do appointments. And so everything that we knew as normal kind of shifted and changed. How did you guys, I'll use the, the, the popular word for the past years, how did you guys pivot and, uh, and find ways to continue to scale your business up during those times? I know we all took a little bit of a break, certainly March of 2020, but then things kind of pedal to the metal right after that um, all over the country, uh, yourself included, where the numbers were higher over the past two years than they've ever been. And I know that's indicative of people staying at home and wanting to, you know, uh, turn their, uh, do home upgrades and take care of their living space. Uh, they've been maybe trapped there working from home or doing whatever. But have you guys done anything different to, uh, to pivot? And, um, you know, do you do uh, I know that people do Zoom appointments and things like that. Have you guys made any switch uh, so changes? What was kind of ironic about the whole COVID thing is we had started a new, what we'll call initial sales contact, where we had customers do some Zoom calls, do photos, do dimensions, and do some initial consultation before we even came out. So it just really reinforced what we were trying to do anyway. And uh, so that part didn't really change. So what we did was concentrate on, once again, some training to make sure when the customer calls in, that is your first initial point of contact. And it needed to be somebody that wasn't just somebody answering the phone, U.S. Custom Creations, this is Alex. It needed to be, I needed to be the phone salesperson where I could educate the customer, talk to them about screen options, colors, what you should expect from a screen install. So it really was almost a perfect storm to where it led us then. People were already receptive to that. Yeah. So now they continue to be receptive to that. And so it just, it was, like I said, the perfect storm. So from doing that, it really worked out great. And we've carried it on still because that yeah. way, motorized screens are, it's labor intensive, it's product intensive, so it's not the cheapest product. And while everybody wants it, doesn't necessarily mean they can afford it. So doing some initial consultations with them and pricing, it saved us time not having to go out to jobs. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, um, then setting up Zoom calls. There were numerous jobs I set, sold just off a Zoom call. And the only thing we did was had to mail samples to them get them their colors in front of them, and then I would go out and measure with nobody around, and nobody seemed to mind. It yeah, all and worked I, and out I agree great. with you. I mean, if one of the good things that came out of this whole pandemic was a Zoom. Yeah. And it's so easy to this day, you know, it's like we knew about Zoom, but it wasn't utilized right. that much, that now quick training, uh, you want to get on a, you know, on a Zoom call with a dealer, and it's, yeah. we love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good and thing. Customers were very receptive yeah. to it also because – there was such everybody was apprehensive of well I don't want you to come into my house yeah. you know no problem I don't, don't shake my hand no yeah. problem you know right. it uh, you know you had it helped with the contactless point of sale also and where people could pay off of an app and of that part it really just rolled together right and I think it'll it'll continue to get better you know my vision in the future is hopefully 
we don't have to go out and do in-person sales calls. And as the younger millennial generation gets used to more technology and being able to do that, I think you'll see that change and we'll embrace it, obviously. Yeah, it was great to see um, so many new ways of of growing within our industry, uh, Zoom calls and appointments. Um, You know, I think in the past we we thought, no, we've got to if they call, we've got to be there because, you know, prior to this, we were, we were retail as well. So we're, I've got to be in front of you. If I'm in front of you, I can sell this. You've got to touch, you've got to feel, you've got to do all that. You've got to see it moving. And, you know, th- that works and that definitely is, is good, but it can all be done via uh, Zoom or FaceTime as sure. well. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of tools that are out there uh, that allow us to completely work remotely, you know, payments and things like that. That's one of the things I really liked when I went and visited you is it'd been so long since I had been on the field with, uh, with a customer, I hadn't gone to a homeowner. And so when I was doing it, it was all pen and paper. And so I would go and I'd write it up. I'd do the measurements, I'd write it up. Then, you know, I'd send you their quote, maybe that was via email, maybe it was an Excel spreadsheet or something, but I would have to go back to the office and do that. So there's that time delay of, okay, you wanted it, but I've gone back to the, the office and I've sent this to you. And so we've got this bit of a delay. Um, I was really impressed how you guys have taken everything and put it on your tablets. You were one uh, in a good way that were constantly pushing me to get that online ordering going. And, you know, even we had this, this setup, but it wasn't ironed out ready to go. And I remember you were always like, well, when it is, I'll be the first one. Let me know. And so you know, you guys have gotten everything. I remember watching Tyler do everything right on his iPad, and it was extremely impressive. So how how has the technology changed how you guys do things? I know you've got different apps within your company, maybe even to track where people are at. You know, tell us about that, because not everyone listening does it. A lot, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people listening still pen and pad, write it up, you know, tracking their their um their employees, call them where you're at, oh, I'm at this stop sign, but you can kind of see everything as it's unfolding throughout the day. So I think the best thing about technology is it's increased our efficiency. So then you can concentrate on other things. So when we first started, I first started using an iPad 10, 12 years ago, there were hardly any apps. There was was very limited to what was available, and it was always a truncated version of a full desktop site. So through that technology as as it's improved everything we do including the installers all the way from the drawing all the way to the proposal all the way to obviously ordering with you guys is all done on the ipad so it lets us be very efficient Uh, most of my customers love that i want to capture that they have a very captive audience they want to buy something I want to sell it to them, yep. you know, and if I've already pre-qualified and gone over those phone sales like <coughs> we discussed, then when I'm there, the education part is really what screen color do you want, what screen density do you want, what color of housing, and then also what controls you have. So it becomes a lot easier to sell the job, and then we can I type it up right there. It literally takes me about two or three minutes to type it in show the customer the proposal live and in front of them they can either accept it or think about it we don't like them thinking about it but i'm also not gonna you know some of these jobs are 15 18 20 thousand dollars that's a that's an investment no matter 
how wealthy you are or right. not wealthy. So that part has increased. All of my employees have iPads. They can look up what's supposed to go on with the job. They can verify that that what we've ordered has been ordered correctly according to my drawing. And then they can be educated when they go out and do the install. And I don't have to spend time on the phone with them or anybody else, the office manager, hey, do this, do that. If they've got questions, they already ask it before they go out based on the information. So that technology has allowed us to improve our efficiency, which then in turn lets us install and sell more screens. Mm -hmm. And everybody becomes more profitable, hopefully, from that process. If I'm a homeowner and I've reached out to you and, uh, you know, if it seems like today, it used to be the yellow pages, you know, you'd open it up and you'd look for two or three different ones, get quotes. And so today, you know, you're going online and I'm finding and I've, I've, I've come across you, I've come across some others and I, I get you guys to come, whether it's Zoom or to my home. What is, why should I buy from you? What sets U.S. custom creations apart from, from your competitors? So I think there's a couple factors in that. First of all, I think we pay attention to detail. Part of our name, I wanted it to have custom and creations in it because a lot of our jobs are a custom creation. When you do motorized screens, you have porches with round columns. You have porches with square columns that have intricate trim detail. Somebody needs to be able to do that. So when I go out to present to a customer, I try to focus on the positives. First of all, highlight what motorized screens are about, what to expect from motorized screens. I try to focus on the service aspect and the turnkey also. There are some companies that won't do some of the trim detail, so I try to focus on that part that it becomes a one-stop shop. Um, We focus on having employees that are thoroughly trained, that have been around, that they're my employees. We focus on the branding. So in our industry, we kind of joke around and we call them the mics that come out in the van that has no logos on it that they don't have a company shirt. They get out and they've got the trash piled all on the dashboard and some of it falls out. You know, we don't want to be one of those guys that does that. We want to have a organized vehicle. So when your company or when you as a customer looks at our company, they, they, these guys are going to do a good job. If they keep their truck clean, yeah. they're going to keep my job site clean. They're going to look out for my home, which is expensive. And they're going to also service and answer the phone and yeah. reply to emails. And that's a huge customer service in the modern day. Everybody has a car they can go buy. Why do you go buy from a certain dealership? It's because you get better customer service. And that's what we want to focus on in our company is better customer service. We yeah. want, as I tell my customers, we're always going to respond. It might be bad, but you're going to get an answer from us. Hopefully, it's going to be good, which yeah. in most cases it is. But we're going to give you the good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. And Everybody appreciates that. They really do. And you, you gave me that advice. You know, you, you, you took off the, the business hat once and said, hey, it's friend to friend. Let me, let me give you – and it was exactly what you just said about give us something, good or bad. Just give it. Don't hold it. Because, yeah, when the pandemic hit and everything went through the roof – I, I put my head in, the, head in the sand thinking, okay, maybe tomorrow everything will, will write it itself up. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I realized went, after a couple of weeks, it wasn't when it a couple was months, thing, it wasn't. it was another, right. another, but all you needed was just an answer. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. whether, like I said, whether it's good or bad, good or bad yeah. it gives us something to work with. It gives us customer a tangible thing to work with. Yeah. And it's easier 
yeah. our human nature, you know, if you have something to work with, you can work with it. You right. Know? And the the whole idea of well, what's going to happen? That's more scary than knowing what is going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, and he's not just talking his trucks. Oh. Yeah, they're they're right. they're what we've always talked about. That's why when we had the install trucks, we want to install trucks yeah. to look like this. His trucks are so know, part of perfect. my guys' incentive pay is that they have to wash the truck every two weeks and mm-hmm. organize the truck. And if they don't do that, they all my guys they get a really good starting wage, and then some of them can earn another three dollars an hour by following and checking off the incentive pay. And one yeah. of them is keep your truck clean keep it organized and same thing with the uniform have clean work yeah. shirts on you know don't have holes in your pants i'll go as far mm-hmm. as if you do go to the store get your company credit card out and get new pants yeah. you know it's not that hard and the image that that portrays is so right. much better if you go to a restaurant a guy comes out with a dirty shirt and dirty pants on and he's going to wait on you I immediately go. Well, I'm not sure I want this guy yeah, waiting yeah. on me. You know, <laughs> I I, uh, I listened to something last night, and they were talking about Anthony Bourdain and his book, which I need to I need to purchase and read. But he said that uh, you know when he goes to a restaurant, he immediately goes to the bathroom. Sure. And if the bathroom's clean, he knows that the restaurant is is Pretty is clean. well run. Yeah. And if it's not clean, then he knows that if they can't keep their bathroom clean, how on earth are they keeping their you know kitchen clean? Sure. So he'll turn around and walk out. And that, pretty telling but it goes a lot with what you're saying is you know when you guys show up yeah you're right there's there's no you guys are uniformed the truck looks great people are professional and already that's that's a a step in the right direction you know uh and i know that people are you know are looking oh what what is the lowest price was it and if you're checking all these other boxes it sometimes becomes man i know these guys are lower but you guys are you guys are legitimate you guys are the real thing and i want my job done right, right you know and I do focus on that with my customers. If somebody calls and says I'm price shopping, I tell them up front, then you don't need to talk to us. Yeah. But if you want to shop for everything else, the quality, a good installation team, a good sales team, a good support staff, and not just from our company, but from you guys, from Universal, then you want to buy from us. But yeah. please don't make it all about price because this is a long-term relationship. We're going to enter into it. You know. I have been actively selling screens for over 15 years. So when you look at it that way, I still have customers that are 15 years old Mm -hmm. that call me, hey, I need a screen service call. Well, guess what? We're still here. And that speaks volumes for that because you've invested money in that. Yes, do you need to invest more money in it? That's fine. But at least you're not starting over 15 years later. We can install new screen mesh we can install a updated motor that has the technology part that you asked about and referenced because that's important right everybody buys new cell phones every two or three years but for me to tell a customer they can buy a new motor that's five hundred dollars they think well some of them think that's (laughs) ridiculous but some of them think well i'd like that better technology with the motor right and people do that but if we're not focused on the price and we're focused on service, we can stay around. We can service everybody's product, yeah. and everybody's happier with that in the end. So, so we're based out of Dallas-Fort Worth area, and we we drive anywhere we drive. There's there's new homes going up. They're building everywhere. It's it's actually it's ridiculous, and you can feel it in the traffic build up. But there is no shortage of building. You know, I know that our customers uh, in this area, uh, there's no shortage of of 
of customers for them, of new homeowners. How is it in the Louisville and Cincinnati market? Are, are you seeing still growth there, or um, are you? Does it look like your market that you can continue to grow U.S. Customs the same way it has been the past few years? So I think one of the interesting things, building has slowed down a little bit, but it's still there. It Louisville and Cincinnati is a pretty. It's very. Midwestern, the growth is, you know, your home values go up 3 to 5% a year, and that's really it. You don't see the wild market swings that you do in other larger metropolitan areas, but it's still growing. The different neighborhoods that are growing are neighborhoods that are our customer base, and I say that homes that are $500,000, dollars Those same homes here in Dallas are a million, million and a half, so it's a little different, but yeah. they're still growing. Uh, some of our smaller ticket items this year have gone away, but I think that's indicative of whether everybody wants to hear it, recession years. and. We will go into a recession with gas that's $5 a gallon. Right. And, but the people who still want this, who have saved for it, who know they want it, they're still going to buy it because it's a priority. And, yeah. and that's where we still have to focus on quality and make sure that stays the same. Yeah. You know? So <clears throat> is the industry going to change a little bit? Yes. Will we grow as much as the past two years? Probably not. But my company has grown every year 15 to 20 percent, whether it was COVID or not. So yeah. that's something I'm proud of. And uh, Absolutely. And my goal is to continue that, but yeah. then it goes back to quality, having a good product, having good customer service. and Because our largest from a standpoint of how do we get new business, it's referrals. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if we get referrals, that's the best compliment we can have as a company. Right. So, Have you seen an uptick in the commercial side of your business? Are you doing many restaurants? Because you know, since COVID, restaurants were already, they were getting screens, but not at the same level as they are now. It seems like everyone is you know wanting to expand that outdoor dining space and uh, whether it be uh, solar screen bug screen or, or more importantly vinyls um, to do that you know and, and plus I, the bourbon I know bourbon's been around but it seems like bourbon is like the biggest Take thing and so are you yes. guys doing distillery work or anything like that so our focus is on residential yeah it really is I, I enjoy the interaction with the residential customer commercial work before I was a screen dealer, and that was part of my company, we did commercial work, and it's my least favorite work. Uh, it seems like it's the least rewarding. It's the hardest to get paid, so that is not our focus. Yeah. We will do it. We have done it, but it is not our focus. That's not when we – it's not what we – set out our yearly goals goals don't include let's do 10 more restaurants this yeah, year of course that's not our goal it's <clears throat> how can we get more market saturation in the neighborhood like the neighborhood i took you to in cincinnati yeah. that you know i think it's the neatest thing we go into a neighborhood and you can point at 20 homes oh, and say we've impressive. done work here whether it's screens or the undercover system and so our goals always focus on that gotcha. uh, commercial it's just not my favorite. Yeah. So it's of not course I, I know exactly on. where you're coming from. Yeah. So you you get a lot more uh, user errors in yeah. commercial work. And, oh yeah. Uh, 
and you know my screen blew out in a windstorm and uh, the track got ripped off because we had them down and it was 60 mile an hour winds you got to come out here tomorrow and fix this well we've already got a schedule set for three weeks it's going to be difficult so in business that's one thing we try to focus on is what's our primary market and our primary market is residential businesses so commercial is just a byproduct of that and I'd like to continue with it to be that way so well you know, we're going to start wrapping this up. Definitely, it was a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I'm glad that this coincided with your visiting uh, Dallas. It was uh, it was perfect for us that you were here and we were able to do this in person. One of the reasons for moving the studio was so that we could do some interviews via Zoom, like we had discussed earlier. Sure. But the fact that you were here made it all the better. And, um, you know, we wanted to make sure that we talked about you and your company. And, you know, if, if anything, you know, for anyone that's listening out there, you know, you guys have you guys have always done the right thing. You guys have adapted to new technology and implemented that in your business. You've always stood behind whether it's, you know, your product, your install, but your company, you have great people. Um, they, they keep their place immaculate. It, it's impressive. Can't wait to go look at so, it. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely have to do that. You were the first company that we did the, um, kind of the extended trip where we spent time out on the field and we got back and said, you know what, we've got to do more of those. Joe and I have uh, been on a few last week where we were in uh, Chicago visiting with Rodney Brandon and his team, you know, and it's, it's really impressive. And we hope to get to, to more to just kind of do that. And I definitely am going to take Joe with me. We're going to come and see you guys in Louisville soon, but where can, uh, where can people, where can homeowners find you guys at as far as your website uh, and a phone number? And we'll kind of wrap this up from there. Our website is uscustomcreations.com. Just goes with the whole branding, the name, the website. Our phone number for Louisville is 502-664-7751. The Cincinnati market's 513-475-0182. And I really appreciate your all's dedication to our goals and, and what we want to accomplish and I appreciate the opportunity to do a podcast. Something different for me. Yeah, yeah. A little nervous, but it was fun. No, and it was great. I appreciate highlighting my company. Yeah. I think that's important. I'm very proud of what we've accomplished. Yeah. And look and, forward to accomplishing more. And so. and we like I said, we met you when we first started. Our very first install, we sat down at a table not much different than this one and we talked to you and you told us, you know, a few things to look for. Do this and different things and um within that year it wasn't all magic that you told us but you gave us some great advice and we knew that we could if we had an issue we could reach out to you or the next year when we saw you at that round table we could sit down and talk again and so you know we've always been extremely thankful for what you you helped us get into um you've you've been very you know you've you've come to me uh, on a personal level and and help me on business things and then you know, we've got some some different things going on internally at Universal Screens that uh, we want to sit down and, and have that conversation with you and, and make this, you know, we want to make it better. We want to sure. we want to take, you know, we, we want to make sure that we can live up to those high standards that you just talked about with your company uh, and what you present to the uh, to your customers. And we want to make sure that we're we're around with you guys for, for the long haul. So so truly, thank you for for coming out. Thank and, you. Um, you know, enjoy your your stay in Dallas Fort Worth. Hopefully, this rain will go away. But it's got cooler Irrelevant. weather. Cooler weather's there. That's nice. So, <laughs> thank you. All right, appreciate your time. Right. Well, we'll see you on the next one. Uh, next uh, episode, we'll have Jim Rue with uh, Sophie joining us, and we'll catch you on the next one. Take care.
Thanks for listening to Behind the Screens. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast player and leave us a review.